Hey, everybody, welcome. I'm Steve Woolenhouse. This is Anatomy of Success, and this week, to be better at noticing pretenders that fake success, recognize nine things. Glad you joined us. Let's get started. Again, I'm Steve Wollenhouse, your host here at Anatomy of Success. Here for the first time, short episodes, and we plow through these quickly, focus on some actionable steps that hopefully you can utilize to continue your pursuit of greater life satisfaction predicated on my four tenets of equanimity, which I talk about in my book, Anatomy of Success, and here on the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. We're always grateful for ratings and reviews. Then head over to weatherology.com. Grab the Weatherology mobile app. Find me under About Us at the top of my page links to my social media assets. Now, after spending several months experimenting with the Clubhouse app during COVID, I made some very interesting observations. And I pick on that app a lot because it really illustrates fake success personified. Most people are wasting exorbitant amounts of time doing things they really shouldn't be doing, believing their efforts on certain platforms like Clubhouse would somehow yield massive financial opportunity. And that's great, but at what cost? Second, many people professing to be leaders, experts, rich, successful, are merely pretenders and their fabrications are very easy to identify. And just experimenting in that app in particular for a month, I was able to really pick up on these tendencies. Pretenders don't take responsibility for their failures. It's easy to blame everyone and justify the mass exodus from our organization on individual incompetence. Incompetent leaders are the main reason people leave a company, ironically, and few leaders ever take the time to appreciate their contributions to a toxic work environment. The same paradox that inflicts corporate culture is evident on a lot of these social media platforms. Confirmation bias and egos that love to bloviate. People with power or perception of power believe they're powerful, but they lack the emotional insight, emotional intelligence necessary to measure their genuine impact and assess what impact they're having. Confidence bias prevents people from recognizing their incompetence, especially as it pertains to emotional intelligence and self-awareness. These people become well-versed in the art of pretending, and they put on grand performances that can be very convincing, by the way. So how do we become more proficient at identifying bad leaders or pretenders in general on social media and in life that may have adverse effects on us? Some friends are like pennies, two-faced and worthless. Isn't that the truth? So here are nine signs that you're dealing with a pretender. First and foremost, arrogance. Confident people exude power, but it's done with love and compassion. Research from the University of Melbourne demonstrated confident people make more money and get promoted faster. We often see the outer expression of confidence, but lack appreciation for the work that makes a person truly confident on the inside. That's a discipline, and that results from daily habits promoting incredible people prowess. Arrogant people make every social encounter, every social media performance, every meeting, every encounter with anybody all about them. And it's based on arrogance. It's a false sense of self-confidence that's projected, predicated on external performance. 
Absolutes is next. Anyone that deals in a world of absolutes should be a massive red flag. Professing to have unique perspective on science or social issues is a clear indication. A person is using their concrete beliefs, which are very rigid, to validate their point of view. The problem, it's rarely true, often provokes confrontation at the mere idea that they might be wrong. Exaggerated claims, unchallenged evidence, examples of people that peddle absolutes. Reasonable people use words like sometimes, frequently, generally to describe their beliefs. You've seen a lot of this over the past three years, past decade. Gotta be careful of people that propagandize absolutes. Inflamed ego. We all have ego, but imposters lack the ability to brag artfully. <laughs> they can't resist self-promotion and use self-deprecating humor poorly to illuminate their accomplishments. These people drop names, love to associate with famous people to create the illusion of importance for themselves. They have no real humility and use disingenuous flattery as a form of offering compliments to us and other people. Emotionally vacant. Great leaders communicate effectively and it's genuine. We can identify a person's attempts to communicate effectively by their body language. Do they have a genuine smile? Science has shown a sincere smile looks vastly different from one that is coerced. Does the person communicate well with their eyes? Emotionally astute individuals spend considerable time improving self-awareness and it's evident in how they communicate. Next, judgmental. People in leadership positions use judgment, oftentimes as a tool to establish camaraderie and employ a dangerous strategy to build the perception of friendship. Us versus them is the result. Sound familiar? It's the rhetoric of American politics. This isn't a language of unity, incidentally. Bringing people together. Anyone that is quick to throw a colleague under the bus or hurl insults at people they oppose, better be careful when you turn your back. We can't trust imposters that are quick to judge other people. Defensive. Defensiveness is an ugly attribute, in my opinion, and often indicative of someone that exhibits dangerous narcissistic tendencies. People that leverage denial as a tool to mitigate responsibility often attempt to use humor as a way to diffuse the situation. In addition, they will change the subject, act passive-aggressive, or pout. Regardless, they are attempting to deflect blame and camouflage dishonesty or deceit. People that are peddling nonsense often get very defensive when questioned. All sorts of politicians do this. They're so absolutely certain about their belief on climate or racial injustice, whatever the case may be. But guess what? They get defensive if you push back when they call you a racist or whatever it is. These types of folks have no clue. They don't even know what they're talking about most of the time. They're just peddling ideological nonsense rooted in theory. So we have to be careful about people that are overly defensive. People that know how to have an intelligent conversation about controversial things, keep their cool. And they don't point the finger and blame you and call you names.
Next, debaters. Most people appreciate a spirited debate. I certainly do. Two parties that are knowledgeable, engaged in exchanging ideas is the ultimate objective. The alternative is vicious attacks based on irrational emotions. In your face, name callers that attempt to manipulate the outcome of any disagreement by wielding insults, personal attacks, labels, dismissals, and names. Yeah, sound familiar once again? These are consummate debaters determined to force you to embrace their belief. Next, poor listeners ties into all this stuff. Imposters love to talk because it's so intoxicating for them to hear their own voice. It's a great way for people to pontificate about what they believe in. They have an audience. They love to talk without saying much. They don't listen well at all. People that recite the latest business wisdom and run around in circles attempting to convince people how intelligent they are, real leaders listen and they work very hard at improving their listening skills. Imposters love to toss around popular nomenclature, thought leaders, strategic planner, find your why, find your try. Great leaders communicate well. Listen, great leaders do communicate well, but they're clear, concise, motivated, and they listen to understand. And finally, unapologetic. Imposters create a fabricated reality based on hyperbole and never offer sincere apologies. It's an admission of guilt and a sign of weakness. They will fake an apology to diffuse tension, but immediately respond with accusations to redirect the perception of blame. It's motivated by their fear, fear of being discovered and fear of not being perceived as the successful person they desire to be. Listen, most political leaders are imposters since they believe in solving life's problems. Fix the climate. Gotta fix race. But guess what? They do it without ever asking important questions. They just point their finger and blame and assume and label people because they want to get their way. Big red flag. Gotta pay attention to it. Hopefully, these things we discussed today, as it pertains to pretenders that fake success, will come in handy. Nine things we need to recognize. I'm Steve Wollenhouse. This is Anatomy of Success. If you like what we're doing here, please stop by and give us a review. Your feedback is always welcome. Until next week, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic.